Do you ever find yourself wondering what to talk about on a live stream or what to write about on social media or share with your audience? Have you ever had that writer's block? You know, you're staring at a blank screen. Maybe I'm the only one. Or maybe you're writing content, but it's not converting into sales calls. Well, you're going to love today's episode because we're talking all about content that not only helps you attract the right people into your world, but also helps you book clients on repeat. Let's get to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Lori Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Well, hello. Can you believe it is the beginning of September? I can't believe how quickly the summer passed, although it was a different summer. And I'm kind of looking forward to the cooler weather here in New England, because that means a little more biking with my dad, both on the road and mountain bikes. There's a trail that's nearby that we uh, love to visit. I also want to share with you some new programs that are coming up this fall. One is Momentum. Momentum, I'm sure you've heard me talk about it before. Momentum is a seven-week program for mindset, position marketing, and sales. This is the intimate group program that actually feels more like private coaching so that you get results and you don't get lost like you can in other large group programs. I want to encourage you to get on the wait list because the wait list, you are going to get a $100 coupon off when the doors open. Who doesn't like to save some money? And you can jump on that wait list at speakandstandout.com forward slash momentum. And that link is also in the show notes. Also, it's not too late to sign up for Crack Like Content, which is going to be starting later this week. And if you are listening to this episode later, jump on and sign up for it because I will also send you links to actually watch the replay and the workbook. That is at speakandstandout.com forward slash content dash training. And that link is also in the show notes. So let's jump in. First and foremost, you've got to be authentic. I want you to sound like you and not somebody else. A lot of times we look at social media first before we start creating our own. And what I mean by that is there's a phrase out there that is create before you consume. Because a lot of times if we're consuming other people's content, you might actually just like, wow, maybe that's what I should be writing about instead of like following your own intuition, your own gut, and writing what you feel you should be writing about. And I find that when we create before we consume, we sound so much more like ourselves. And this is something that I encourage all of my private clients to do as well. Create before you consume. Sound like yourself. You know, if I'm watching you on a live stream and then I'm also reading some of your social media posts, you know, is there that congruence? Does it sound like you? Does your written sound like when you're speaking? You know, if I was to meet you in person, is there going to be a disconnect? Am I going to be like, oh my God, you sound just like I know you 
from your social media, from the content, the value-based content that you put out, because you are just being uniquely you. And this sort of brings me to a friend of mine. Her name is Marissa Corcoran, and she's a copywriter. And she says all the time, be uncopyable. And there is a way to be uncopyable. And what she means by being uncopyable is that there's a uniqueness about you that nobody, nobody can duplicate. Nobody can steal your story. It's yours. Nobody can take your perspective. Nobody can borrow your thought leadership because it's yours. And it's all based on your experience and your life. For example, some of the stuff that I write about in my value-based content is I'll talk about fitness analogies, biking with my dad, you know, coaching executives on leadership and engagement because that was the world that I was a part of before I came into the online world as a business coach. I was coaching high-end leaders. So nobody can take that away from me. So that's mine. So you have something that is uncopyable. Be uniquely you. And pretend that you and I are just sitting um, either at a coffee shop or at your kitchen. If it's not me, pretend that it's a friend of yours, a really good friend of yours, that you're sitting and just having a great conversation. And they asked you a question about your expertise. How would you answer them? And sometimes a great way to do this is actually to either get on a phone with a friend and just have them like ask me this question and record your answer. That's one way to, to start finding your voice, finding your uniqueness. Another tip that I have for you, because sometimes we have trouble finding our voice or you're taking a pivot and it's like, we're taking this new pivot. And it's like, what's my uniqueness here as well? So my tip for you, and I share this with all of my, my clients as well, if you don't know what your voice is or you're trying to really fine tune it, write a blog article every day for a month. Now the article, the blog article doesn't have to be long. It just needs to be like whatever length you need it to be. I guarantee you that you will find your voice. And if you don't want to write a blog article, consider doing a live stream every day. You know, the information that you're going to get from doing one of either writing or doing some sort of live stream, you're going to find your voice. It probably won't take a month. I have some people that I know that have done this, that I've given this homework assignment to, about two weeks of writing blogs, two weeks of writing articles, and they feel like they found their, like, here it is, this is my uniqueness. I feel like I found my voice. And with live streams, you're also going to have the data of how many people are watching them, like what really resonates with your audience. So both of these exercises are both valuable and will definitely help you in the long run about your voice, but also about learning about your audience. The second tip I have for you, grabbing moments from your life. You know, stories are so powerful and they're entertaining. And whether you know this or realize this or not, we learn best when we're entertained. But also when we tell stories, you know, this is the speaker in me. When we tell stories, your listener or your audience is actually can picture what you're saying. And they picture it based on 
what their experience is. So for example, if you are setting the scene for the story takes place in the city, well, the city could mean many different things. I live in New England, so I might picture downtown Boston. Somebody from New York City might be picturing New York City, while somebody else might be thinking, wow, I just was visiting San Francisco, or I remember my last vacation to San Francisco. And that might be the city that they put themselves in when they're listening to your story. And no two people ever have the same perspective on any given experience. So that's why your moments in your life, your stories are so valuable. So for example, you know, two people can go to the movies and one person loves the movie, while somebody else didn't really care for it. It was just like, yeah, it was just okay. And the reason why one person loves it and one person was like, yeah, it was just okay, it's all based on our perspective, which is based on our beliefs, our experiences up until that moment. You know, I also think it depends on your mood, like what happened just before the experience. Let's just continue with the movie. I mean, what if you got a speeding ticket on your way to the movie theater? That might change your perspective on the movie based on something that happened. So again, it's your experience. On a previous episode, I shared a little bit about a story about buying earrings. This was in episode five, you know, the exercises for money mindset and expanding your money ceiling. And I shared a story and the lesson that I learned from that story. So if you haven't listened to that episode, hop on back over there. Or if you have listened to it, go back and listen to how I told the story and how I used that story. And here are the lessons that you can grab from that. And after you tell your story, you're probably like, but how do I connect my story to the lessons? Because that's what we want to do. We want to share the lessons from our stories. So you want to segue from the story into the business part. And it's really easy just to segue and, you know, like from the story into the lessons. And here's just some examples. You can say things like, this reminds me. The reason I'm telling you this is what I want you to understand. Here's a lesson from my point of view. And here's how you can use this. And that all segues like right into the lessons. One of the things, you know, as a professional speaker, when I told stories, it was always like, here's the story, but here's the lesson. Like you actually tell your audience, and this is exactly what I want you to do, tell your audience, you know, whether you're live stream or whether you're writing written content, you need to tell your audience what you want them to take away with this, you know, and that's always going to tie into your call to action. Someone recently booked a complimentary call to review her content strategy. She wanted to get my eyes on why her content, you know, it just wasn't converting, you know, into sales calls. And one of the things that I did was I shared with her my process for evaluating why she wasn't getting called. You know, I have three core areas. Once these three core areas were fixed, boom, she got a call. She got bookings. And I remember like she sent me a message saying, I just did a live stream and she had shifted some things and boom, it worked. She got people that were booking calls. And I'll share how you can grab one of these book more call assessments uh, a little bit later. And the third thing I want to share with you is you want to be strategic. You need to help people in taking that next step. Don't let people guess what that next step is. 
You want to actually point it out for them. Put a spotlight on it. Like, here's the next step, what you want them to do. And most importantly, you need to be crystal clear on what that next step is. Because the next step is not always get on a sales call with me. No, there are so many different calls to action that you can actually have. It can be to book a call, but it can also be to join a challenge, opt in for a new lead magnet that you have, a PDF, join your Facebook group, follow you on social media. Maybe you have a low price item. All of those things are different calls to action. So what I want you to do is get very strategic, be very crystal clear on what the call to action is for each of your live streams, your videos that you create, or your social media posts. And you don't want to put more than one in there. Keep it super simple. We don't want to confuse buyer because if we confuse people with too many offers, too many calls to action, they end up doing nothing. So let's just say that you are a coach or a consultant or even a service-based business. You want that next step to be to book a call. You know, share that with them. Like if you want to learn X, Y, Z, then jump on a call with me. Always give people that reason. Like, here's what I want you to do. And here's why I want you to do it. And remember that why you want them to do this has got to be like a really good reason. Like, oh, if I book the call... I'm going to learn X, Y, and Z. If I get this lead magnet, I'm going to get this checklist that will help me do X, Y, and Z. So those are just a few examples. You know, there's a local um, store, a woman's clothing store that's nearby, and they were so creative in the past six months. And they're very big on Instagram stories. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because that's their main platform. And every day... They put outfits together. They would come into the store and they either put outfits together on the floor like a pair of pants with shoes and a handbag and a top and they would take pictures of that. But they would also, the girls like literally come into the store, get dressed, do their makeup and they're putting on the clothes that are on the racks and they're modeling and they're taking pictures. And that's how they share their things. Now this is a brick and mortar. And their call to action, they've also got the price on there, on their Instagram stories. Also, how to use these different items, you know, in a casual or a dressy or office or meetings, and also what their store hours are. And during these interesting past six months, they kept reinforcing the fact that they had curbside pickup. So all you had to do was call them, give them your credit card, and you could like buy things, you know, and that's just another way of it was a call to action. So I just had to share that particular story with you. So those were the three. And just to summarize, it's one, to be authentic, to be uniquely you, because nobody can copy you. Number two is to grab moments from your life, your perspective, how you see things, your stories are uniquely you. And to be able to segue into, here are the lessons that I want you to walk away with. And then the final one was really being strategic and helping people know exactly what that next step is. Being very crystal clear on what that next step is. Let's not confuse people. Let's make sure that we only have one call to action per live stream, per social media post. And if that's to get on a call with you, get on a call. 
book a call with me and just make it sound very conversational. That's my other tip, very conversational. And the QOW, the question of the week is, how and when do you write your content? Because what I know with working with so many different clients is everybody writes it differently. Whether they write it spur of the moment, they write it a month ahead of time, everyone does it differently and in lots of different locations. I think it's just fascinating. So join the conversation over in the Facebook group and the link is in the show notes. So lastly, if you're putting out valuable content and your calendar is empty of sales calls, then I want to encourage you to grab one of my book more calls assessment, where we'll look at the three core areas being positioned as the expert, attracting the ideal client with your pain points, and sharing the exact solution that'll solve their pain. You're going to walk away knowing exactly what you need to shift to book more calls. The link for the book more calls assessment is in the show notes. And till next time, have a great week. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.